1: It's the Roundball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Jerron Blossom Game, Nigel Williams-Goss, Matthias Lessort, Joey Devine, Sindarius Thornwell, Damian Dodson, Isaiah Hartenstein, Sean Keene! Dwayne Bacon, Wesley Iwundu, Frank Mason III, musical guest Living Color, and now the host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hey,
0: all you round ball rockers, on round ball what the fuckers! It's us, me and Sean King. Dave Schilling is at the draft, so once again we
1: are a Dave-free podcast. How are you doing, Sean King? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I did enjoy Dave's contributions to the draft, which right, were
0: which were texting uh, is tweeting that Woj is tweeting.
1: Yes. So there were. This was the brand new shill bomb. Which alerted you that a Woj bomb was about to happen. Right. Which is very exciting. Because when does Adrian Wojnarowski ever tweet during the draft? It's tough, (laughs) it's You never Uh, know.
0: I gotta say, we were going to live podcast this draft. We were. But the draft was,
1: I felt like, kind of uneventful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird because a lot of the stuff that was sort of fun and random, people have gotten a little more sophisticated about. And it's not just that... Well, I mean, part of it is that the pics are on Twitter five minutes before they're on TV.
0: Yeah, we had a fair contingent of bat hoops heads over here mm-hmm. uh, for the party, and... People seemed pretty. It wasn't as like a uh, mind blowing. Like Jimmy Butler got traded, but that's kind of the only real thing that happened, right?
1: Yeah, because there was a lot of like pick shuffling that happened. Yeah, and there were some trades, but it was. I don't know if it's just because the landscape of the the NBA is such that. Um... The Cavs and Warriors kind of didn't really have any picks, and those were kind of the best teams, and yet, you know, so you end up with Sacramento with, like, five draft selections, and it's hard to tell, like, oh, is he going to be a good fit in Sacramento? And it's like, well, everyone is or is not. Like, it's... You don't really remember. A lot of the teams that were picking a lot were teams that it was just confusing, and it's hard to figure out.
0: Well, also at one point, um, I am still not entirely clear where Ivan Rab went. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that pick moved three times, but he's either a
1: Grizzly or a Cav. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and and the and the Cavs still might be trying to trade for him, like like. I guess there's no reason they couldn't just trade for him now if, yeah. if Memphis hasn't fallen in love with him. Man, what a sad story for that guy though.
0: It also doesn't help that I don't know very much about college basketball. Well, I
1: will say that. <laughs> but even even if you did, um, you know, the there was a big trade that Utah made with the Lakers to acquire a guy from North Carolina, which is a team that I did watch a couple times this year, and we we all had the same reaction: was is this guy even a starter? Like, yeah, like <laughs> I guess he was on North Carolina, and and then you've got like, yeah, it feels like like a lot of these teams have built computers with statistical models, and sometimes that just throws out that the. Seventh man on North Carolina is one of the top twenty dudes in the draft. Yeah. I think my favorite part of the draft was when
0: Fran Frashilla uh uh, when when Frank Tilekina got drafted, and then Fran they cut to Fran Frischilla, who was standing next to a giant T V screen that said Bust potential sixty nine percent. Oh, all star
1: potential oh, fourteen. Well, it was fifty nine percent, but <laughs> oh, if it was sixty nine percent, the internet would have exploded. It would have been like the 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 least nice and the most nice pick. But those numbers but that's insane seemed completely made up. <laughs> You're like where does it that come like from? It seemed like Fran Fershilla
0: just typed them into his TV. And decided to play them off like they were real. I
1: mean, 59% is a crazy number to just approximate.
0: But it also (laughs) said all-star potential, 15%, highest in the draft. And I've listened to, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) say... 15 draft podcasts in the last two days uh-huh. and at no point did anyone think that frank Tillakina had the highest all-star potential in the draft
1: well here's the thing you have to think about this <coughs> he's he's from another country he's 18 years old and he's going to be moving to new york city uh a place that's super easy to play in with really supportive fans (laughs) and give you a long leash and just great ownership and general managers. Like, I don't don't know how he couldn't have the highest all-star potential (laughs) with Phil Jackson to guide him through the triangle. I gotta say, (laughs) based on the
0: last two days Uh lead-up, this was like... So... (laughs) Two days ago, we had four crazy, insane trades. Mm-hmm. Then we had crazy, insane trade rumors.
1: Yes, and we had and, Phil Jackson being completely crazy on TV about Pauls yeah. Przingis. And then we had the draft, and none of those crazy
0: trades happened. I'm going to say these last three days were the Matrix...
1: The Matrix Two and the <laughs> Matrix Three of drafts. Well, you did, you did have like an old crazy man giving a speech on TV about history and things that don't make sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, the Jimmy Butler trade is a gigantic, gigantic trade. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about go that through these pages. Okay. So, yeah, the biggest thing that happened is Jimmy Butler was traded from the Chicago Bulls, reuniting with his old uh-huh. coach, Tom Thibodeau, for Chris Dunn, last year's number yes. five pick. Zach who, was,
0: who did one good thing all year, I believe. One good thing all year. He did that thing where he and
1: one dribbled around a guy. Yeah. And that was it. He didn't make a lot of shots. And he. No. one thing he also did last year is he turned 23. So that I is... Heard, Friend of the pod Zach Harper describe him as
0: he thinks he can be point guard Tony Allen.
1: That's what Chris Dunn is at his highest. So that's I mean, that would be good. I think he is he's not terrible. He's just not he's like a guy that you would feel great about getting at twenty two. Yes. You're you're just bulldog, backup guard. And you know, if he went to the Spurs or something. He'd be like, eh, he'll develop a three-point shot by the end of his second season, and
0: yeah. So did he go there to back up Cameron Payne?
1: Uh, he might <laughs> Long be there. Term? I, I can't tell. Is he starting ahead of Michael Carter Williams? <laughs> well, I mean, Rajon Rondo is the established starter. I'm sorry, he's uh... a. <laughs> So, well, they haven't picked up his option yet. Oh my vets! <laughs> so they have they have four point guards who can't shoot at least. Mm-hmm. And if you count Dwayne Wade,
0: no, no one can make Dwayne three. Wade. So,
1: so of your no. primary ball handlers, you're, you're averaging about twenty eight percent from three point range. I think. Okay, what else did they get in this trade, Sean? Uh, Two-time dunk champion Zach Levine, who... Oh, okay. He does have um, a torn ACL, though, which he suffered in, I think, January. So he will not be playing next season. And the
0: Wolves' numbers were all infinitely better once he got hurt. Yes. Everyone's. Okay. And I don't... don't Keep going.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that means he's, like, bad... But he was he was at least redundant, and he's not a very good defensive player. But you know he's a six man. He's a six right? man.
0: He's, Can we just be honest there? His best role is as a six man.
1: And the the worrisome thing is that his hyper athleticism is something that you know suffers when you blow out your knee. So yeah. Um, and then they got the number seven pick in the draft.
0: Oh, who would they take with that?
1: Uh, they took Lowry Markkinen. Uh, oh no! The first. We're... <laughs> the 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 freshman seven foot shooter, um he was described as the Finnish Channing Fry. Oh great! Um, were there other good players on the board? Like he had to be the best player on the board, right? Um, I don't think he was the best player on the board. I think De- there was Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, who went to the Mavericks. Um, Malik Monk. Um, mm. he he's the centerpiece of the franchise now. Also, Frank
0: Tilerkina, Frank Tilikina. Who, according to for Franchilla, has the highest all highest all star rate and the highest bust potential in the draft. Wow, that's <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, but I, did
1: oh, Minnesota <laughs> Minnesota didn't get anything right? They well just they, got Jimmy Butler. Well, well, they actually got the Bulls number 16 pick in the draft. What? So so the Bulls got uh, a non-shooting 23-year-old point guard uh, who is still paid a fair amount for a Uh second-year player because he was drafted that high. Uh, A guy with a torn ACL who's not going to play next year. And then they moved down... They moved up nine spots in the draft.
0: I'm going to say that's that's not a good trade.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Butler... Multi-time All-Star. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe he's 28 years old. No longer, by the way. We jumped the gun by calling him
0: future seven-time All-Star, future Hall of Famer, heir to Joe Johnson's throne yes. the other day. Yes.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> his career trajectory may have changed dramatically. <laughs> because he's sort of doing... Because at this point, like J- this would be like Jimmy Butler... Leaving the Hawks at the moment that Joe Johnson had joined the Hawks, right? If that makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, well, also, Jimmy Butler is in Paris, France,
0: with Dwayne Wade. With Dwayne Wade, who? Um, do you think Dwayne Wade regrets picking up his option? I now? do.
1: I do not because I don't either because he got twenty four. People
0: were dollars. talking about
1: that. I did hear I people don't. say that, and it sounds. Like, oh, is Dwayne Wade regretting picking up his option and then not signing a one-year $9 million deal instead of a $24 million deal? I think he's pretty... Well, th- what did he say on Twitter about that, in fact?
0: Uh, he said he had 23 million reasons to
1: pick up his option. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I I have a feeling that even with... Uh, Jimmy Butler on the squad. This was not a title contender.
0: No. Um I mean at least the Bulls have finally appeared at least they're blowing it up now,
1: right? Which which is like been, it's been pending for like two years. And even last year it felt like I mean Last year, it felt like before they signed Dwayne Wade that they were just kind of appropriately, you know they got they got rid of Dwayne Wade. Noah left. They had a much more reasonable player, Robin Lopez. They had some cap space. They were going to see what the young guys could do, and then they ended up with Dwayne Wade and Rayshon Rondo mm-hmm. and the eight seed. Uh, uh
0: and <laughs> granted, I did pick them to win their first-round playoff series. Uh, I mean, they, they did win two games. Even ahead of that, I think they were the saddest team in the league. The saddest, quote-unquote,
1: good team in the league. Uh, yes, I agree with that completely. Just, just there was so, f- so little hope.
0: Um, I saw someone tweeted that uh, two potential Cavs buyouts Options already uh-huh. for the middle of the season are gonna be Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like like how many how many players hate their their current teams more than that? It's not that many. Paul George is number Paul, one. Paul George, yes. Mm-hmm. But but Paul George at least he wants to leave, but I don't think he's like I don't think he hates the the man, the members of the Pacers management. He's just he just wants a new job. Fair whereas point. whereas Carmelo Anthony and Phil Jackson are locked in a death spiral right now. Where <laughs> uh, Phil uh, has the a new contract. Porzingis on the line. Oh my god. <laughs> and then what did they add to the mix? An eighteen year old French point guard. Um this Jimmy Butler trade was terrible. They didn't get... Like, when you trade a guy like Jimmy Butler, the idea is that you get someone who has the potential to be a star.
0: They got what the equivalent of the Pacers would get for Paul George in, in a normal, normal time. Yeah. This because is... Paul George is not coming back. Jimmy Butler is under contract for two more years. Yeah. Right? Or is it three? Uh,
1: I think he has two more left. He has a he has a really reasonable deal though. Yeah. Um, um had, anyway, we sh- we've talked about this probably a little bit too sorry, much. Sorry. He um, is they did a bad job, but yeah, he has um he's got a player. He has he has two more years left for about $36 million. And then hmm. he yeah. has a player option in 2019.
0: Yeah. Well, Good, good move, Tibbs. Yeah, Can't wait to see him ruin Jimmy Butler's, shorten Jimmy Butler's career <laughs> even more by playing him 47
1: minutes a game next year. <laughs> That'll be interesting. He did, he did try to keep, uh, I, think, I think he and Jimmy Butler have a good relationship though, right? Yes. I believe he kept the Bulls from, he refused to bench Jimmy Butler in a contract dispute. Well, I
0: also believe he refused to trade Jimmy Butler for Harrison Barnes. Oh, which was something the Warriors tried to do at one point. Uh Oh, wow.
1: Probably, probably a good move. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to
0: say that was a pretty good move.
1: (laughs) All right, um, let's,
0: I guess, talk about Paul George real quick. Yeah, I mean, and Chris Stapps Porzingis, and Ricky Rubio, and all these other fun people who were supposed to get traded. Yeah, uh, none of them got traded. Nobody got traded. <laughs> um, yeah, they just didn't get traded. I mean, the second biggest name traded was Trey Lyles. Ooh, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess we can talk about that later. All right, I have the CBS Sports dot Draft grades okay. uh, pulled up here. Let's just try and blow through these. Great. All right. Um, n- number one, you got Markel Fultz. Uh, nothing much to say about that except uh, great pick. Six four Trace great,
1: Right? Yeah, he's a great pick. He's perfect yeah. for the Sixers. He's um, going to be great. Yeah. Uh, then the Lakers
0: with number two took Lonzo. I love Lonzo. I think he's gonna be awesome. Um and I think he'll he is ideal for running the the Warriors Luke Walton offense.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be I think he'll be fun. Um you know, they were just done with it it sounded like they had soured on D'Angelo Russell anyway. And yeah. you know, it's also kinda of like when you have a new GM come in Um, it doesn't matter how high you got picked in a previous draft. Correct. So, Um, yeah,
0: and yeah, I actually I think Lonzo is the best possible young guy you could put next to Brandon Ingram to try and maximize Brandon Ingram.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's the basic goal right now. And he might have some. He might have some like Jason Kidd. Teammate elevating, uh, yeah. Stuff, yeah. I think he does. He got T.J. Leaf picked in the first round. So, oh my god, that is. Uh, we'll talk
0: about that later.
1: Uh, his dad, his dad gave a crazy interview, but did not run out on stage. His dad just gave an interview with a lot of canned answers. It sounded like.
0: Uh, well, they were. I don't. I mean, they were canned for. LeVar. He had, I think when you say canned answers, you think it was a guy like running through. Oh, normal yeah, Normal yeah. interview questions. They were crazy answers. It was just he planned to say all of those crazy
1: things. Yeah, he was, like, jumping <laughs> the gun on the interviewer. Yeah. Uh, um, he got booed as he left, and then he threw his, you know, I mean, it's not homemade, but it kind of is homemade, his big baller brand cap yeah. that he was wearing. Uh He was, (laughs) LaVar's
0: interview reminded me a little bit of watching like a, uh, like a casting video for like a Quentin Tarantino movie, where it was like someone very blandly reading something and then a a crazy person on camera, like being crazy. Yeah.
1: But it was very line reading. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, our friend David Borey also mentioned that the only people in Barclays, like, everybody on camera, you got a hat when you got drafted, unless you were <laughs> LeVar Ball, who was also wearing a cap, because he drafted himself into Big Ball. Yeah. The day Lonzo was born.
0: Anyway, Dave is worried now that he is Bleacher Report's sole LeVar, his beat is LeVar Ball. <laughs> Well, um, I don't have fun in Chino but, Hills, buddy. <laughs> um, I do think he's gonna he'll get a lot of hits doing that.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's gonna be he's gonna write. I'm I'm excited for him to write the uh, the ballography.
0: Uh, okay, let's talk about the draft's biggest loser today.
1: Yes, um, Danny Ainge,
0: Ooh. who drafted Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: if you if you can always. Gotta love getting a guy from Duke. Um, they have they have now drafted a, a Jay Lynn and a Jay Sun in consecutive. And a Jay.
0: They also have a J. Oh, and they have a J. are their three it. small
1: forwards are Jaylin, Lynn, Jay Sun, and Jay. So it's almost like Danny Ainge is like George Foreman. Or like an elf lord. The way a little he bit, yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, but he. He really fucked up today, I think. In just Um, not making um,
1: any moves? Because he
0: couldn't get a Paul George deal done. He couldn't get a Paul George deal done. Uh, He'd been trying to get a Jimmy Butler. His backup move was Jimmy Butler, which he'd been trying to get done for a year now. And Jimmy Butler is on the move. So that is uh, one option off the table now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it does... I'm guessing if he couldn't move... Get a, make a move for Paul George today, he's not going to be able to make a move for Paul George just generally. Well, that would be my guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have to be future picks, which, you know, are just not as valuable as stuff you get right away. Like, yeah. Indiana's already uh, going to... I mean, to-
0: draft day, if you're making an off-season, an, an off-season trade, the draft day is when you get the most amount of stuff. Yeah. I mean, when your stuff is most valuable. So, sorry, Danny. Uh, you bet. All I know is he better
1: sign Gordon Hayward,
0: or he is fucked.
1: He's going to be on the hot seat, just like Brad Stevens was right? in the first round. Yeah. And possibly the <laughs> second round. Was he on the hot seat in the um, second round, too? I can't remember.
0: <laughs> uh, he also lied to everyone and said they had Jason Tatum as the number one
1: player in the draft. There's just no chance that that's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. All um,
0: right. yeah. Um, the Suns drafted, then turned around, and there were a lot of Suns rumors today, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, none of those things happened. None of At them. At one point, they were apparently going to trade Eric Bledsoe to the Nuggets. Um, they were also maybe going to trade for Chris Porzingis. Mm-hmm. Um, They were also going to get extra picks from the Kings or something. I don't know. There were a lot of Suns rumors. Um, And they just ended up taking Josh Jackson.
1: Yeah, continuing the Phoenix Suns tradition of beating up people in parking lots. The (laughs) legacy of the Morris Twins. Um, He was so... I don't know. There was something about him putting that Phoenix Suns hat on that just made me... Like there was just a voice whispering my ear in my ear.
0: Bust. Yeah. Bust. Um, I didn't, I don't like, I don't like him personally, but I'm probably wrong. Um, Then the Kings uh, just went ahead and took 'er De'Aaron Fox, a guy they were trying to trade up to take, even Mm. though everyone knew he would just be here at the five. Yeah. Uh,
1: And they uh, didn't trade up. So that makes this pick a win for them. Totally. And it, it sounds like he was excited to go to Sacramento, which is rare, you know. Like Yeah. I mean, maybe if you live in Fresno, but uh that's <laughs> <laughs> I guess like gubernatorial candidates get excited about going to Sacramento. I don't know. Um yeah, good for
0: good for Vivek not screwing this one up, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um that's all I can say about that. I'm I'm not sold on him being good. Sean, you like him better than I do.
1: I like him. I think he um I think he I think he has very very low bust potential for sure. Um I think I think like if they want it, they've got a starting NBA point guard who might make an all-star team a couple
0: times. Yeah. He to me just falls into that Tony Parker category of I don't like point guards who don't shoot threes or and if you're not going to shoot threes, at least dunk on people. And he doesn't dunk on people, and he doesn't shoot threes. So Yeah,
1: Calipari today was saying he thought uh, he was going to start dunking on people.
0: Well, we'll it, see about that. Yeah.
1: yeah. He hasn't done again, um, you got to start dun- – get busy dunking.
0: I mean, Calipari can say a lot of things. Uh, all we know is that um, four years from now, when he takes a job at another school – Kentucky will then lose its NCAA privileges. All right. um, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, The Magic took Jonathan Isaac, who's a guy I really, really liked in this draft, Uh until the Orlando Magic took him, and now I'm pretty sure he's going to be a bust.
1: Orlando (laughs) always, like, it just, this spot seems so doomed. Isn't this, like, right where they picked Hazonia and... Just joining this misfit team, and uh, really bummed me out to see him go there. Because they they still have way too many forwards. Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: he plays the exact same position as Aaron Gordon should. I don't know how good Aaron Gordon is, so I don't know. I don't even know what to do with it. The Magic are depressing. It's a depressing
1: situation all around. Yeah, I don't know what they're I don't know what they're like, are they building around Jonathan Isaacs now? Is it I mean it seems like they could maybe be a, a pretty good defensive team, but no one on the team can shoot. So that seems important in twenty seventeen. Agreed. Um Then we
0: had that Lori Markinen pick for the Bulls. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> And here's one thing I will say in defense of Lori Markkinen is, at least with Laurie Markkinen, uh, he steps in being the best shooting center in the NBA immediately. So, I mean, that's
1: something. It's not good, but it's something. <laughs> it's like they're swinging for a Miritich again. Except he couldn't really shoot. But They ruined Miritich, could. though.
0: But they also ruined Miritich.
1: Well, they'll ruin Lowry-Markanen as well.
0: All right, and then the Knicks took Frankie Smokes, uh, Frank Tilakina, Andre mm-hmm. Andre Frankatina. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. He could be good. I don't know. He's long. He shoots threes. I don't know how good he is. I have whatever. no idea
1: how good he is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, The Mavericks then took Dennis Smith Jr. We love
1: this a trade. A pick we all loved. And they Um, said they they said they were like pleasantly surprised that no other team they thought they weren't gonna be able to get him. And then they got him. The
0: only problem with this pick is Rick Carlisle hates point guards. Um and they took a point guard with a super high upside who has had problems with his coaches in the past <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so as long as dennis smith is okay with being screamed at he'll, he i think he'll be good he's got a real high upside he's a point guard who both shoots threes and dunks on people so you know i love him
1: yeah totally totally no he's he's gonna be great and you know it's it's very interesting because the rumor is that they want drew holiday in free agency Still, yeah. That they're, they're gonna pair those guys. Together, interesting. Which is an interesting like. I can see how that would work. You know. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. I don't okay. know if they have enough money to sign. Your them, next. Anyway. Yeah. Uh,
0: with your next pick, we had another trade. Uh, oh yeah. The Kings traded out of the tenth pick. Ooh. And traded for. Zach
1: Collins. Zach Collins, who like, Um, he looks like the worst kind of person you would meet in Portland already.
0: Yeah, he he looks like Skinny Myers Leonard.
1: He wore he wore shoe like slip on shoes with no socks that said Las Vegas on them. Yeah, but yeah, he's like Myers Leonard. Uh, I hate Zach Collins. Uh, And I hate this pick. (laughs) And they they traded 15 and 20 to get it. Which... Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: I'm not high on
0: this pick. Also, it's the Portland Trailblazers selecting a center,
1: and that has always gone well for them. Oh, my God. I mean, he's just... It feels like they kind of have that guy. They always have that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. Um. um what? Uh. So then at eleven, we got the
0: Hornets. Eleven. So, uh, sorry, my neighbor popped his head out and said uh, hello real quick. Sorry, oh, I got confused. Well, that's, that's um. All right. <laughs> uh. Then at eleven, the Hornets took Malik Monk. Uh. I love Malik Monk. Best name in the draft
1: for yeah, sure. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, Shoot. Great yeah. shooter. It's like what? Yeah. He's he's this year's. Um, like if I kind yeah, like Malik Monk is the opposite of Buddy Healed, even though they're a similar kind of player. But just the name, the inspiring nature, rising yeah. to the occasion. Yeah, I love it. Uh,
0: him. I don't know. He and how Dwight Howard
1: D- are gonna be great friends.
0: I don't know how his D works with Kemba Walker, but whatever. He's tight. I yeah. love him. All right, the Pistons took Luke Kennard. The saddest. Uh. The saddest team picked the saddest draft, well, I don't know. About and, Luke, like, We hate Luke
1: Kennard, <laughs> right? Yeah, and the ESPN picture they showed had his hair, like, all flipped up, and it showed, it like... He I was balding. Yeah, he's balding, <laughs> like, he had a big comb over. He's gonna be at, like, Manu levels very soon. Yeah, he was it, not an
0: inspiring pick. Uh, and then the Nuggets <sighs> traded out yes. for Trey Lyles, Which, and a pick. And uh, apparently, a later pick.
1: Yeah, apparently what that came from was they really thought they were, um, I don't know if they thought they were trading for Jimmy Butler or they thought they were going to make a trade for um, Eric Bledsoe, but regardless, they just sort of apparently couldn't decide on the 13, so they took Trey Lyles and just moved back, yeah, to 24. <laughs> More assets for a team who actually uses their assets. So,
0: like, whatever, I'm okay with that.
1: I mean, they're making um, a
0: deal at some point. Yeah, the and the Jazz took Donovan Mitchell, who's a who CBS Sports dot com decla- uh, uh, describes as a classic Rick Patino two way guard. So you can expect him to be in the league for four years,
1: and um, that means he knows a lot about prostitutes, I believe, is yeah. <laughs> Petino style. Okay.
0: <laughs> Uh And then the heat with the last pick in the lottery took um bam out of bio, center out of Kentucky, yeah, high upside, tough, no perimeter skills whatsoever
1: yeah he's uh I think he is in a perfect situation for him, he's like an athletic monster, uh we also heard them say that his name was Ed Reese. And we were like, how did he get to Bam Adebayo? (laughs) But uh, Ed Reese is his first name. Yeah. Um, Oh, and his name is Bam because he uh, was named after Bam Bam because he lifted a coffee table by himself at age one, which is terrifying. So the Miami Heat might have an actual superhero. (laughs) Um, So that's the lottery.
0: Any other picks you like, Sean? We don't have to go through everything else.
1: Um, You know, I... Well, let's just mention the Warriors bought a pick, Jordan Bell. Yeah. Um, he's from Oregon. He's six seven. He can't shoot. He blocks lots of shots. Um, really fast. Uh, he was the defensive player of the Pac-12.
0: Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Um, it, I you know... liked, even though he's a center and the Kings don't need any other centers, I loved them taking Harry Giles. Like... Harry Giles, for those of you that don't know, was the number one rated player in high school. Would have been the number one pick in this draft, but he blew out his ACL, both ACLs in both knees, uh, two years in a row. Or blew out one ACL, then came back briefly, blew out another ACL.
1: Yeah, one Uh, in high school. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And he played played a few, he just didn't play very much last year at Duke, because he was coming back from two ACLs.
0: Yeah. Um, But if he can get his athleticism back, he's got a chance. Chad Ford said the other day that scouts were afraid to both pick him and not pick him because he could, if he gets his athleticism back, he is Kevin Garnett, basically.
1: Um, Um, guys. I
0: love the Kings
1: swinging there. I'm just a big fan. Um, Two teams seem like they picked guys that have been on their teams forever already. TJ mm-hmm. Leaf went to the Pacers, big white. Yep. Like his name could have been Dustin Crochet, and I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> uh, and then uh-huh. John Collins for yeah, for the Hawks. For the Hawks. And then the Bucks <laughs> picked a guy named DJ Wilson who looked like John Henson's little brother. So that was um yeah. and then the Raptors got O. G. Anunobi. The, yeah. So
0: Masai gonna Masai bro. Getting, like, the guy that stat heads love the most in the draft.
1: Yeah, he's supposedly going to be just an amazing wing defender. And Uh, um, anything else stand out in this draft?
0: um, I mean, the Lakers did some stuff, I guess. Uh,
1: Oh, the Spurs.
0: The Spurs took Derek White, who all the draft guys love. Um, He's the first D2 player to get drafted in the first round. But he's like an old school point guard with size, and people just love him.
1: Yeah, That's great. Um, yeah,
0: and then the Jazz. I mean the the Lakers also took Josh Hart with the
1: thirtieth pick, and I really like Josh Hart. He's great. Yeah, he should be good. He should be good. Um, yeah. So that's our draft. We're gonna get. Uh, we'll be back with Dave in a couple days to get his. You know, find out what happened. Find out what Wodge smells like. I'm really yeah. excited for that. Um, <laughs> uh, just, just whatever the LeVard ball dirt is, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, that's what—that's really what we're looking for. That's what for. America wants, to All be right. honest. That's, our, that's just our quick draft
0: primer from two guys who know barely anything about college basketball. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if any trades or anything happen, I don't believe that they will, but who knows? We might be back sooner than you think. Yeah. Um uh, you have anything to plug, Joey? Oh, shit. Uh, why don't you plug first, and then I will
1: have something to plug in a second. Yeah, yeah. The day this comes out, I'll be at the Improv Lab in Hollywood at 11 o'clock for the show Blame Social Media. Greg Edwards' the show. And then, Good uh, show. Yeah, and you can read some stuff from me on Yard Barker, Twitter, at Sean Keen, and check out uh, the Everything Report on Instagram.
0: Um... Uh, As always, you can follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where this week I tweeted, I've never touched any drugs, but damn, I'm addicted to wild and reckless at Baskin Robbins. Put it in my mouth, yo! Oh man, I
1: don't like that. (laughs) Uh, I don't either. Trust the process. Uh, Shut down, let's go home. Yeah Yeah Draft day Johnny Manziel Five years later How am I the man still? Draft day A-Wiggins Fuck that other side, bitch We stay winning Oh man You know I had to do it for you You know I had to do it for you Yeah Suits and ties yelling out Pay the guys, man I had to do it for you you know i had to do it for you you know i had to do it for you oh man oh man oh man man you know i had to sometimes i laugh with god about how you can't stop me i'm his darkest angel probably but he still got me